Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 177 of the Layover Live podcast. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights at SimpleView. On this episode of the Layover Live, Stephen Totten with Visit Phoenix stops by to talk about their approach to diversity, equity, and inclusion in destination marketing. Stephen and I discuss Visit Phoenix's approach to DEI in their marketing, what community resources they've tapped into, how they're reaching beyond race and gender equality, how their community is responding to these efforts, what's on the horizon for Visit Phoenix around this topic, and more. Hope you enjoy. Each week, the smartest and brightest destination marketers from all over the world talk about the latest trends, happenings, and challenges that affect the travel and tourism industry today. Digital marketing executives, CMOs, and leaders from DMOs of all shapes and sizes share their insights and stories to help you become the best marketer you can be. This is The Layover Live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 177 of The Layover Live. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights, and welcome to this week's show. I want to say if you're not subscribed, please do so now, like it, uh, as well as it really, really helps out the channel. Now, this week, we are talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion in destination marketing. And over the past two years, there's been a lot of increased attention around this due to social justice and the need for greater diversity in marketing. It's at the forefront of conversations for many, many destination marketers like you out there. Moving into this year, diversity, equity, and inclusion have become topics that are really just too big to ignore as many consumers, travelers, and DMOs demand change in awareness from businesses that they engage with. Now, one of the ways that consumers want to see themselves represented in business is through greater diversity in marketing and advertising. And many DMOs like yourselves out there have made pledges to improve DEI, to increase representation of people of color and ability. It's a worthy goal for certain, and I applaud all of you who have already taken that uh, on, and one of our guests today is here to talk about that. But many of executives need to think about how they are being deliberate and authentic and doing things in an effective way. The advertising world has long lagged in diversity, but some DMOs are really starting to change that. And today, I am joined by one of them, my guest today is Stephen Totten, the digital marketing manager for Visit Phoenix. Who's got, these guys got a ton of content that I'm excited to share today. So, Stephen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Jason. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you here as well. I know we were talking about show prep a little bit before. You guys have so much excellent content, so it was so grateful to have you guys come on and talk about this. But before we get into that, how about a little bit about yourself, maybe a little bit about your background? Sure thing. So uh, I am the digital marketing manager here at Phoenix. So that means that I oversee most of our online presence, uh, website content, social media, digital ads, so on and so forth. Um, so uh, before that, I was a journalist uh, covering the hospitality industry here in Phoenix. So definitely got a, uh, a lot of experience covering, uh, you know, what's hot in Phoenix, the restaurants, the hotels, the tourism. Um, and honestly, it's been awesome to continue that um, here at Visit Phoenix, just hyping my hometown, making sure it's a cool place to go. Well, I tell you what, it's a good, it's a good thing, man. And you guys got a lot of really good stuff. I know as we were, you know, again, prepping and taking a look at things, I think one thing that stood out for me um, on Venus, Visit Phoenix's website is really how welcoming it is, right? I think from that main video on your guys' homepage, which is, again, a, a great representation 
uh, of the culture, uh, you know, in Phoenix and in Arizona in general, you know, to some of even the diverse stories I think you guys share in your stories to tell section in your soul of Phoenix, and we'll get into some of that stuff. So it's clear that a ton of effort has gone into this content and this presentation. So let's, let's even start with that. Tell us maybe a little bit about, you know, your guys' overall strategy there for, for, for approaching diversity, equity, and inclusion and in all you do. Sure thing. So, um, you know, the, the whole efforts really started before I even joined or really most of the marketing team at that point, there were some um, small efforts just to kind of highlight that local experience, find those local makers, local boutiques, really just like uh, icons of our destination and highlighting what they found so great about Phoenix. Um, and then since then, it's only grown and um, it's almost just kind of been part of our blood, part of our efforts. Um, over these past few years, and uh, especially after uh, 2020, you know, we all went tenfold over what we were already doing. Right. Um, but it's been this constant plan of talking to people in our community, trying to just like keep our tabs on what's happening um, and trying to reflect that in our advertising and our presence. Yeah, it's a, it's a good overall approach. And, you know, doing this type of stuff too, um, it takes a lot of work. You know, it's crazy that we even have to even talk about this. It should be something that's, that's represented just naturally anyways. Um, but it's good that we're having these conversations finally, right? But, yeah. but to do a lot of this means really get, I think oftentimes getting community behind you and, and community resources. So let's, let's talk into that a little bit too, because I know that's an approach you guys take of, of really getting community involvement. So maybe talk about, you know, the community resource that you guys have tapped into, maybe what groups that you've partnered with uh, to bring about representation of, of some of the content. Uh, and marketing and overall focus that you guys have on the website? Sure, absolutely. So I think when it comes to DEI initiatives, the first thought is, let's go work with a chamber, let's go work with a nonprofit. And, you know, by and large, those things are certainly healthy and effective. And I encourage people to do that. Um, but really, I, I think when it comes down to having an authentic representation and being able to show your destination in a legitimate way. Mm -hmm. You can't talk to organizations. You've got to talk to the actual people that are out there, the small business owners, the influencers, the guy who, you know, is at the events every weekend. That guy where you're like, he's maybe not be a famous guy, but everyone in the city knows who he is. Um, those are the kind of folks that I think are really important to talk to because they know what's going on. They have their finger on the pulse of your destination. Yeah. And ultimately they're gonna be able to connect you to the other people that are making your destination so important. And that's not to say that uh, chambers of commerce or nonprofits won't do that, but um, you know, they're not going out to the, to the clubs or the concerts or, or the bars uh, on the weekends. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, 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 and it's, you know, oftentimes, you know, those people are so willing to share what's happening their communities are excited to share those things and who better to get that content and those can open up additional opportunities to have people on as guest bloggers or influencers for some of the other marketing activities and more important than that it helps to create a better connection with local communities which dmos are always looking to do so um you know digging into that yeah, community involvement a little deeper i know um you know in honor of of, of black history month being this month in february uh, let's jump into, you know, uh, talking about some other sections of your website, you know, more specifically around, uh, you know, celebrating black stories section, um, I think is a, that's a lot of great content, you know, maybe let's talk about how that came to be and, and maybe how you plan to build on some of that stuff moving forward. Sure. So um, we, uh, a couple of years ago, we had made an effort to kind of highlight some of our 
black makers and entrepreneurs here in yeah. Phoenix. And <clears throat> we did a series, part of an ongoing series called Faces and Places, where we highlight a certain business or a certain person who we think is, you know, making Phoenix a cool place. And at that point, we focused on black restaurateurs. So um, we had someone doing uh, who owned a, a Jamaican restaurant, someone who owned a barbecue restaurant, someone who owned a uh, Southern soul food restaurant just talked to them and got to know them. Um, and in that process, you know, learned about what they were doing, got a little bit better hold on the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we did what we, we could with that, highlighting those voices and those stories. Um, but then, you know, once 2020 occurred, I think the whole city really grabbed on to that initiative. Um, and so something that's been happening here in Phoenix is called the uh, Black History Mural Project that started mm-hmm. last year, um, where across the entire city, uh, at schools, restaurants, you know, what have you, they put up um, murals highlighting black figures, black icons throughout history, you know, um, basketball players or um, NASA scientists, uh, everyone across the board. Um, and so we put together a blog saying, here's everywhere you can find those murals. And uh, believe me, it was not as easy as it looked. It wasn't just like, here's all the addresses. No, we had to go out and find them. We had to yeah. talk to people. Um, we really had to ingrain ourselves in the community, which, you know, with the DMO, you think that's kind of like a no brainer. Obviously you want to do that, but you know, nine to five, you're, you're uh, at the oh. desk every day, you're doing meetings. It's tough. Um, but it was great because we got to learn about um, muralists and got to get to know them. Uh, got to learn about some of these new locations, um, got to learn more about black history in Phoenix ourselves, which was, it was so great. I mean, nothing is more satisfying then learning something about your destination that you didn't know before. And you go, oh my God, that's so amazing. Um, and so luckily they've continued that uh, mural project this year. Um, one of the big ones is at the uh, Suns Arena where they have uh, a mural dedicated to Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury. And um, we're just hoping they continue that, but we're getting to know more muralists, getting to know about more projects and uh, just trying to highlight that as much as we can. Yeah, I love, I love that, that you guys are doing that. And you said, you know, you're kind of becoming... You know, you're a local, but you're someone who's experiencing these things almost like a tourist or somebody who hasn't been there and finding out these new wonderful opportunities and, and uh, new things that make you proud for your destination. I love hearing that. And, yeah. and, and, and I would encourage all the folks that are watching too to check out some of those videos and some of the content you guys have on your website. It's excellent. And take a look at that. So let's, let's look at even beyond some of the stuff on the, on, the, on the website, some of that web content. You know, what other maybe um, hourly marketing campaigns do you guys have in place? to reach more of a diverse audience, you know, and, and maybe even sharing some of the results that you guys are seeing about that, because, you know, having that content is important too, but how are we mark, you know, marketing outwardly? Uh, so if you have anything to share there and some insights around any campaigns or things you guys are doing, I'd love to hear about that. Sure. So um, I could probably speak to you for hours about this. I'll give you a couple highlights. Okay. Um, you know, the, the video series I mentioned earlier, Faces and Places, that's been a really strong point for us uh, from a DEI perspective. And, you know, honestly, it wasn't even intentional. It just happened to continue that way. And um, they're short videos that we film, um, post them on YouTube and our social channels, keep them on our website, but we use them for advertising as well. Um, and depending on, you know, the focus and the subject of the videos, we've been able to target our advertising to folks who may be interested in that. Um, so one is uh, about a Puerto Rican food truck. Um, and, you know, being in Phoenix, Puerto Rican food is not something you immediately think of. Um, but we ended up filming a video about them, talking to them. Um, and it ended up, you know, being one of our mo- most engaged videos um, when it came to advertising, which was great. Um, another one that we were really proud of this last year is we partnered with um, Passion Passport. 
to highlight uh, our destination. And we said, look, you gotta have diverse voices for this campaign. We will not do this campaign with you if we cannot find diverse voices. Um, and so we ended up uh, finding this couple um, and their handle is uh, Roll With Cole. Their names are Cole and Charisma. And Cole is uh, in a wheelchair. And so we said, hey, can you go out and highlight some of these accessible activities that you can do in the greater Phoenix area? Because <clears throat> DEI, when we think about it, um, normally we think about ethnicity or um, sexual preference. And of course, we're highlighting those, those should be highlighted. Accessibility is not something we always think about. Um, so it was great to get that voice. And we looked at trails, um, we looked at attractions uh, that had you know, accessible activities to do. And then one thing that we did was we partnered with an organization here called Ability360. Uh -huh. um, and it's kind of one of its kind in the country. It's this whole facility based on um, athletic activities for um, people with disabilities. Um, so basketball, weightlifting, swimming, all this stuff. And we took Cole there and he's got a video on YouTube exclusively dedicated to it. He was blown away. And us seeing him experience that was like, it was amazing. It was so great to see. It was like, oh my God, we knew this thing was here. It was like I was saying earlier, we knew it was here. We knew it was a cool thing. But seeing someone else experience it for the first time, we were like, oh my God, you know, we gotta be doing more of this. Um, and so partnering with them, pushing out advertising for that, you know, we've uh, highlighted um, folks with disabilities. We've done content for the LGBTQIA community, um, the black community, the Hispanic community, AAPI community. And we've gone out and made sure that we target those demographics and say, hey, Phoenix has stuff for you. Because a lot of the times, you know, it, this is not true for every destination, but um, a place like ours where we're in a liberal city, but in a conservative state, uh, it can be hard for people to recognize that there are things for them here. Um, and we've seen a lot of success with our LGBTQIA plus content because of that, where we say, this is a safe place for you. And here's people in your community that can vouch for that. Um, and that's really what's been most successful is getting to know these folks, letting them know what we do and saying, we're promoting this place and we're promoting you specifically and showing how important this is. And once they have that buy-in, they have so much more passion about it. And you can see that from what we push out in our content. Yeah, I love that. I think, you know, when you're, when you're <clears throat> thinking of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I think it's, you know, frequently used to, to, to reference race or gender, uh, maybe sexual preference or diversity there, equality, but there's a lot more to it, right? Inclusion of, of people with disabilities is something that has to be considered as well. And glad to see that the team at, at Visit Phoenix is, is, is doing a great job of addressing that as well. It is absolutely important um, that that is part of, uh, of any marketing strategy now and moving forward. So I want to ask then, um, what do you see and hear from visitors and stakeholders about this, right? You're doing a lot of different things. You're hitting a lot of different audiences. I'd love to hear about how your stakeholders are receiving some of this, this kind of celebrate all type, you know, website, you know, is it, do you guys feel like it gives you any type of advantage or, or is it a good reputation with the travelers and makes people feel more comfortable with traveling? You know, maybe share, you know, a, a little bit about uh, how that's being received in the community and with your stakeholders. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when it comes to our stakeholders and our local community, I think uh, as much as I hate to say it, the first thing that we get from them is surprise is they say, I had no idea that, 
there was this stuff here in our own destination, like in, in my backyard. Um, and so that's been great to see. Obviously, you prefer them to be saying, oh, I, I love this. I've seen this before. But the fact that we get to be part of the group that exposes them to it is, is super satisfying. Um, and then when it comes to potential visitors, um, I think we're attracting a lot of new groups uh, to our destination. And they may not have been groups who were, had even thought about Phoenix before. You know, they <clears throat> probably thought of Phoenix and said, no, I'll go to LA, I'll go to Palm Springs, I'll go to somewhere else where I know I'm going to have a good time and I can find things that are going to be for my kind of people. Um, and so I think it's really changing perceptions, which has been so important for us. And of course, you know, you're, you're going to post something on Facebook, you're always going to get those curmudgeons or uh, those haters, but that's just part of the work. Um, you know, you just got to show them, you got to expose them to it because this is our destination. We're not, we're not changing our destination. We are showing our destination for what it is. Um, and so it's been great to highlight that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And that's, that's a, that's a great example. And thanks for sharing that and glad to see that it's received the way it should be received. And unfortunately we still live in a world where some folks aren't accepted in place and things that maybe you and I take for granted, people have to really think about. I remember talking last year with um, you know, during Pride Month with Rachel Cavello and, and you were in Zhang, um, and they were talking about something that I, you know, that I hadn't thought about all that much is they have to actually, you know, really take into consideration where they're going when they have a trip of whether they're going to be welcomed or not. What a horrible thing right. to have to think about when you're trying to go and spend time and, and relax and you have to think about whether or not my safety is a concern. And that's, that's very unfortunate and sad in very many ways. Um, and something that maybe again, that you and I take for granted. Um, yeah. yeah, undoubtedly. I mean, it, it's wild to even think that yeah. you couldn't take a vacation somewhere. Yeah. Like uh, what's ultimately supposed to be like the most luxurious self-indulgent experience. Yes. And you have to restrict yourselves from that. And it, I mean, it sucks. It honestly sucks. Yeah. And there's uh, clearly like a lot of more work that we need to do and everyone across the board in the DMO industry and really just in their own communities. Um, and uh, the work doesn't stop, but that doesn't mean that we have to see it as work. It, honestly, like, I think I speak for my whole organization when I say it's a privilege to be able to highlight these stories and these uh, different voices. Yeah, I love that. And, and you and I even talking before, you know, um, and, and we had a great conversation, you know, as we were preparing and, uh, and discussing that, you know, when, when things are done well, it shouldn't be like really that noticed, you know, it should just be part of your brand, right? It should just be included right. in your brand. It shouldn't stick out like a sore thumb, right? It should just be part of what you do. And it's, it should be seamless and fluid. And when it's done well, and it's done genuine and authentically, uh, that's the way it's done. So I'd love to hear about, you know, some of the plans that you guys have. And again, you guys have so much great content. And please, if you're out there watching this, take a look at what Visit Phoenix is doing. They have so much content out there. But maybe sharing with us, what are your guys' plans for addressing this moving forward? Because again, we shouldn't treat this, you know, it, you know, as, as a checklist item or something we only do once a month during Black History Month or Pride Month, it should be part of our overall strategy, period. So what's on the high, you know, what's maybe on the agenda for you guys or on the horizon moving forward, Steve? Sure. So, um, you know, uh, as a whole, as an organization, we have our own DEI committee and we make sure we're doing our own efforts, um, not just from a marketing perspective or a DMO perspective, but as an organization saying we're invested in this. And so, uh, whether that's fundraisers or donations or 
Um, right now we're uh, selling shirts and making sure they go to nonprofit organizations that are fighting for racial justice and equality. Um, but from a marketing perspective, one thing that we've been working on is we have this uh, shared doc that we call Stories to Tell. And this is where um, each person from the marketing team, if they hear about someone or something that's going on that you know, we feel is a, a story to tell, we'll add it in there. And I will tell you, we started this list in 2020. It's, God, you could make a novel out of it at this point. I mean, it's just like nonstop. We keep adding stuff to it, adding stuff to it. Um, whether that's like a, a local Mexican mask maker or, um, you know, the Japanese friendship garden or uh, just all sorts of things that we keep discovering about our own destination that we're highlighting. And so we find ways to integrate those into our content, into our advertising. Um, and then, of course, as well, like I mentioned, we have our Faces and Places series, and that's really kind of like um, our flagship when it comes to highlighting these voices. Um, so right now we're looking at ways to highlight uh, Dia de los Muertos um, when it comes mm -hmm. up because that's such a big thing uh, here in Arizona and the, the American Southwest. Um, one thing that we recently did that we're really proud of and we, continue, we hope we can continue this relationship is uh, with the indigenous community. Um, you know, we uh, are surrounded by a lot of tribal lands and normally we'll a lot of DMOs, including ourselves, will just highlight the cities and towns that make up kind of your destination. Um, and so recently we said to ourselves, well, the tribal lands are part of our destination too. We need to highlight those as well. What are they doing? What can they share with us? What voices do they have that we need to highlight? Um, one thing that we were doing part of our Faces and Places series was with uh, Tony Duncan. He is an award-winning hoop dancer. Um, he, it, it really is a sight to see um, when he performs. It's uh, pretty incredible. Um, he'll be performing at this uh, upcoming, we have our world championship hoop dance competition um, coming up in <clears throat> next month. Um, and he'll be part of that. That's kind of a big thing here. And so we said, let's highlight his story. Um, well, we went and got talking to him, um, great guy. And we ended up meeting his wife, Violet, um, who's a, a children's storybook author. Um, kind of writing about uh, the indigenous culture. And because of that relationship, because we took the time to foster that relationship, get to know Tony and Violet, um, we got the video with Tony, um, and then Violet ended up narrating our brand anthem video, which was great, you know, getting her to contribute to that. She was, she was like uh, ecstatic to do it, which we were so happy to hear. Um, and then because of that relationship, the video that plays on our homepage that you mentioned earlier, uh, there's a hoop dancer in that one as well. And he kind of does this cool transition between our desert landscape into our urban sprawl. Um, that's actually Tony Duncan's brother. Um, and we never would have been able to, you know, get that footage if we didn't take the time to get to know Tony. Um, so this is like, I know I've been uh, you know, uh, filling your ear with all sorts of examples. It's just a small smidgen of, of the efforts we have, but really at the end of the day, it's just learning more about our own destination. You know, it's not always saying what DEI initiatives are we taking? It's what can we learn more about our hometown? I, I love that, man. That is fantastic examples. I love to see the stuff that you guys are doing. I was going to ask you if that was Tony in that video, because it's a really, really cool transition. And again, a branded video that captures the culture and does it seamlessly. It's really, really cool. You should, again, check that out. Um, I love that story. And it kind of refers back to what, Stephen, you were saying earlier about, hey, we make these community connections 
and they bring us these stories and these instances with Violet you mentioned and all that stuff. It just keeps turning these things over and allows us to dig deeper into the destination. Love that. Let me ask you one more question uh, before we head out. It's a question I, I ask everybody on the show is about advice for fellow DMO marketers out there. Um, so I'd like to ask you the same thing because you guys are doing such a great job um, around this. You know, what advice do you have then maybe for for your fellow DMO marketers out there that, you know, ways they may be able to incorporate DEI into some of their marketing efforts? Yeah, I mean, as simple as this sounds, that I would tell everyone, get out into your community. It, mm. it is so easy for us to say, okay, we know what our top attractions are. We know what's going to get convention business. Um, we we know what we got to do at the end of the day. And that's kind of, you get into this habit of doing that stuff. And, you know, it's just not effective. It's not effective if you want to really show how dynamic your destination is. And with that comes all those DEI initiatives and being able to highlight all of the different voices in your destination. So if you hear about a new restaurant opening or you hear about a special event, go to it, go to it, talk to those people and say, hey, I'm with your DMO. I'm making sure that people come see the great things that happen in our destination. And I wanna share your story with them. It's really about just getting to know people and getting to know the things they do because they're going to show you the great things they do. They're going to connect you with other people who are doing great things. And as simple as it sounds, it really is about getting out there. You can act like you're a tourist in your own destination, but get out there, learn about everything that's happening <clears throat> because what you know is not everything that's happening. As much as you wanna tell yourselves, I tell myself this all the time, you know, of course, I'm the destination expert. Ask me what's going on. I'll be able to tell you what's going on. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop right there. It's always about learning more. Yeah, I love that. I think that is excellent advice, right? Be out there, be a local, right? Walk the walk, right? The stuff that we that we ask everybody to do, walk the walk. Get out there, experience your communities. Great advice. Uh, Stephen, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the great work that Visit Phoenix is doing. Uh, we'll provide some links uh, down below. Um, and I really appreciate you coming on and sharing a lot of this today. Yeah, Jason, thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate being able to share our story. You bet. And thank you all for tuning in each and every week. If you're not subscribed, please do so now. We're also available by audio podcast through Spotify and iTunes. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next time. Have a great day.